0: Whether you're the one that does the grocery shopping for an elderly parent, or whether you're raising your grandchildren because of an absentee parent, you're not just doing the right thing. Whichever scenario you might find yourself in, you've now become part of the caregiver population. I'm Marsha Lee, and this is the Best Kept Secrets of Caregiving, where we hope to help answer questions you have, help you find solutions, and offer assistance on resources that are available to help you as we discuss topics with the Upper Cumberland Development District. Foremost on many minds right now due to the political climate is the government shutdown, and how and when this could potentially affect you or those you care for. How will government-subsidized programs be impacted? We discuss those things today on The Best Kept Secrets of Caregiving.
1: This is The Best Kept Secrets of Caregiving on the Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry Podcast Center. Whether you're caring for your elderly parents or raising your grandchildren, life can seem overwhelming at times. Join Marsha Lee and the Upper Cumberland Development District as they help you make sense of it all as a caregiver. Resources, advice, and more starts Now.
0: Today, we welcome Nestor Chavez, Claire Farless, and Connie Vassila of the Upper Cumberland Development District as we delve into the details of SNAP benefits and how they're being impacted by the government shutdown. Nestor, thank you so much for joining me. Can you explain a little bit about what SNAP stands for, first of all, and then how it's being impacted by the shutdown?
2: Yes, uh, the SNAP stands for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program.
0: And Nestor, who are some of the beneficiaries of SNAP?
2: Well, really, it covers really anybody from the age of 18 uh, and older. Um, the, the folks that I specifically help with are the folks that are 60 and over or folks that have a disability.
0: OK, so those folks receiving SNAP benefits, how are their benefits being impacted by the government shutdown?
2: Well, right now, some of the things that are happening is, for example, um, folks that are already getting their normal January benefits, those will be unaffected. However, February benefits, instead of receiving them at their normal time in February, they will be received by no later than January 20th um, at, at the moment.
0: Okay, so they're receiving their February benefits uh, early, yes, basically. Ma'am but don't really know when they're going to receive more benefits beyond that.
2: Is that the case? That is correct. At the moment, uh, the, it depends as long as the shutdown lasts. Um, if it lasts after February, uh, folks will not be receiving any benefits whatsoever.
0: So all of those recipients of of benefits who are, uh, I whether they're based on income or disability, uh, they won't receive those benefits then until. Uh, any more benefits, basically, until the government reopens. That is correct. It's the best kept secrets of caregiving with Marcia Lee and Nestor Chavez of the Upper Cumberland Development District. Uh, Nestor, what are local DHS offices doing?
2: Well, right now, what they've instructed us really to do and to help them to be mo- most efficient as possible is to continue sending, um, applications for new, uh, new clients or uh, continue assisting them with uh, recertifications for existing clients to send those applications as usual. They will uh, continue to receive them at every office in, in every county, uh, except for the thing that will be Um, No applications or no recertifications will be uh, processed until the shutdown is over.
0: But it is wise to go ahead and submit those applications and submit those recertifications so that when the government does reopen um, sooner than later, knock on wood for the the folks who are affected, um, they'll already be in the queue. They'll be in the funnel.
2: Yes, that is correct. It'd be good to go ahead. Continue as normal.
0: So so snap clients w- will continue to receive benefits beyond uh, beyond January slash the early received February ones, assuming the government opens before February 1st. We're hoping. And then um, even if it opens before, fe- as long as it basically opens before the end of February, since they have already received the February benefits, as long as the government does shutdown, does not continue past February 28th. then. Um, Hopefully there won't be a lapse in the benefits. Is that That,
2: that's what they're that's what they're hoping for. If it was to go by the end of February or right at the last week, it could be a possibility that um, benefits may not be processed in time. So there may be a delay.
0: And of course, that of course, there would be a delay also of um, the recertifications and the new applications would be delayed as well. Uh, So. So coordinate SNAP coordinators, then, during this shutdown, they're, they're, what are they doing?
2: Well, right now, we're, we're going as a business as usual. We will continue to assist folks um, that call us um, with applications, recertifications, or any change forms they may have if they're trying to submit any kind of medical bills into the Department of Human Services. So you're
0: just still continuing to yes. assist them in those processes? Yes. Thank you, Nestor Chavez of the Upper Cumberland Development District. It's the best kept secrets of caregiving with Marshall Lee and the Upper Cumberland Development District as we turn our attention to the Area Agency on Aging and Disability and how it is being affected, the services being offered, uh through the Upper Cumberland Development District to senior citizens, the seniors in the Upper Cumberland. uh, Joining us, Claire Farless. Claire, the AAAD offers in-home programs, services from Meals on Wheels to home aids and assistance. So how does the government shutdown affect the AAAD's in-home programs? Well, we're
3: very fortunate right now that it is not affecting us. But if it goes on for a long period of time, it could, it could eventually do that. Um, our state office, the Tennessee Commission on Aging and Disability, um, has reassured us for right now that we are fine because some of our funding Comes from a state and local government, not just federal. So our programs that are Medi- Medicaid that are state funded, such as our options programs, those will those will continue on. Um, but some of the federal programs may be affected if this goes past uh, September thirty September thirtieth, because that's when we receive our n-
0: new batch of federal funding. So basically, the in-home programs for seniors, the mm-hmm. Meals on Wheels, and and different uh, things like options or choices, those are intact as of now, mm-hmm. and unaffected as of now uh, until the end of September because federal funding right now the the funding and grants and all of that is at the state level. You don't kick over uh, into the federal funding until October one and. Uh, assuming the government has reopened by then, there shouldn't be a lapse in coverage. Correct. So, tell me a little bit about this. Um, there's something called the Older American Act. Can you tell me what that is? Yeah, the Older Americans
3: Act was in, was enacted, I believe, back in 1965. And it is what established some of the programs that that we have at the area agency. A lot of what we would call our Title III funding, um, which one of the programs is one of the ones that I work so um, closely with, which is family caregiver. So that's how the National Family Caregiver Program came about. It came about actually in 2006 when the amendment was ratified. So that gave us that funding for the family caregiver program.
0: So how does the Older American Act? Um, How does it provide funding for the for the different local programs? So what it
3: does is it provides uh, grant funding to our our state office, which is again TCAD, Tennessee Commission on Aging and Disability, and then they divide it out amongst the the non area agencies across the state of Tennessee, and then depending on that grant money it depends on what what I guess kind of what what pot it goes into. So it can go into our nutrition program, it can go into our um, some into options uh, because we have a Title III E options. Program. So l- let me pause right there. The, tell me what the nutrition program would involve. Oh, So, yeah, the nutrition program is what we would call the Meals on Wheels. OK, okay. so I thought that but I just wanted to. <laughs> yeah. And that's also what provides our congregate meal sites at the senior centers. So for our seniors to go to our senior center and get a meal there, that's through our nutrition funding. OK, and then options. So what is under the options umbrella? So the options umbrella is in home services. That's homemaker, personal care and of, of the uh, meal program, the Meals okay. on Wheels. So we receive a little,
0: it's kind of like little nuggets from each funding helps mm-hmm. fund certain areas. Right. Um. And and those things currently, as of right now, not impacted until right. October. Right. Okay. <laughs> and so let's just keep our fingers crossed this does not go on. Uh, much Absolutely. Longer. Absolutely. It's the best kept secrets of caregiving with Marshall Lee and Claire Farless of the Upper Cumberland Development District. Claire, what is the ACL and how is it connected with the AAAD? Uh, let me, just for folks rejoining us, the AAAD, the Area Agency on Aging and Disability. So what is the ACL and how is it connected with the Area Agency? So the ACL is the Administration
3: on Community Living. So where, where TCAD sends us most of our money for some of our uh, funding, the ACL also provides other fund. Uh, fu- it's a funding source that provides some of the funding for our in-home service services through options and,
0: and so forth. Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much, Nestor Chavez and Claire Farless of the UCD. Thank you both for discussing the impact of the government shutdown on these very important programs. Now, if someone, Claire, needs assistance, who do they turn to? How can they get assistance uh, or more information about some of the things that we have discussed today, whether it be uh, the SNAP program or or uh, their in-home assistance programs or Meals on Wheels that they already have currently in place? Who could they contact? Uh,
3: They can just contact our local office at 931-432-4111. And also, you can go online to our website at www.ucdd.org. And there you can find
0: out a all the contact information, all the contact information there, if you have questions or concerns about your benefits uh, and if they could be lapsing or if they have lapsed when they might return. So just some information available for you. I'm Marsha Lee, and this is the best kept secrets of caregiving, helping you know what resources are there and connecting you with the people who can help you utilize them.
1: Thank you for listening to The Best Kept Secrets of Caregiving with Marsha Lee and the Upper Cumberland Development District. Check for new episodes or listen to past episodes on demand in the Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry Podcast Center at newstalk 941com